Hello, my name is um, Anthony. I'm a young people's counsellor. Um, I'm very concerned about young people's mental health, as you are aware. And I'm also concerned about the incredible rise in anxiety amongst young people in our country. And um, what I want to do is to give a number of podcasts over a number of months to look at mental health issues and I'd like to start with anxiety. Now many of you are probably struggling with anxiety and uh, the causes of anxiety as you probably are aware can be quite a few for your particular age group. Bullying at school maybe you're experiencing, um, pressure with exams, that comes at a time when you have to really think on your feet. Um, peer pressure, feeling that you've got to be part of a group. Where do I fit in at school, university or college? And then, of course, the realist, unrealistic expectations from others that are upon you, which really are unrealistic, but you feel the pressure to actually take on these expectations and they create feelings of being overwhelmed, of um, being completely unable to respond and you feel that you need to isolate yourself because of the kind of issues and the problems that are going on for you. And this all, of course, affects your self-confidence and your self-esteem so you start to have a lot of fear in your life about the future um, maybe going into environments where you don't know people where you feel quite unsafe and you feel that you're being judged by other people and uh, so this um, whole mindset for you is something that is very, very important because it affects you in a very, very special way. So what is anxiety and how is it linked to worry and stress? Well, anxiety is often linked to worry and stress uh, through what I see as a triangle. So wherever you it starts on that triangle, you end up getting worried, stress and then more anxiety. So what you need to do is to try and cut through that triangle and that means you need to really be aware of what we call triggers in your life. Triggers are things that prevent you from living a normal life. They're things that remind you of situations and circumstances in your life that have probably created a lot of difficult, painful experiences for you. You might have suffered with some trauma. Uh, you might have suffered with some um, serious illness. So therefore, being aware of these triggers is very important. And knowing how to keep yourself safe and that might mean avoiding situations and circumstances that create your anxiety, learning to say no to people and to express to people how you feel, not just what you think. 
and recognizing when a situation is very stressful that you're not possibly causing that situation but what's actually happening is it's affecting you because you're taking on other people's stresses. So what I'd like you to think about is when you face these situations where you feel there's a lot of stress at home or at school to try and remove yourself from that situation and from that person who's stressed out by saying, I'll come back later on when you are feeling better. You're obviously having a difficult time, a hard day. And then going somewhere and keeping yourself safe and getting in touch with your feelings in that safe place. Because it's very important then to express these feelings, whatever they are, to own them. They might be feelings of rejection, um, pain, guilt, fear. And often we need to express these feelings by doing something that we enjoy, something in life that brings us alive, like uh, going out and getting involved in activities with our mates, or if you're a creative person, doing some paintings and drawings and being able to channel some of your feelings and emotions into those things. Otherwise, what happens is the anxiety, the stress and the worry is carried around within you and it starts to make you feel low mood. You lack motivation, you don't want to do anything and then it leads to what we call depression. And this can cause you to question the meaning and purpose of life. It can also make you feel that you need to retreat from the world and you become lonely and isolated. And that's a very dangerous place to be because if people don't know where you are, what's happening to you, and you're starting to feel, what's the point of life? Has it got any meaning for me? Have I got a future? If people aren't aware of what's going on for you and you're not able to engage and feel that you fit in into your world and into your life, then you start to question, is it worth me carrying on? And no young person should ever be in that situation. There needs to be people you can contact like counsellors who can help you through these difficult times and not to be proud but to feel, yes, I need some help. I am going to try and see a counsellor and uh, even if my mates think it's a bit stupid, I am going to go and find out what's going on for me. So I'd like to also feel about what helps you when you are feeling down in life, when you are struggling with uh, some stress, worry and anxiety? What brings you alive? It might be a hobby. It might be talking to a friend. It might be uh, listening to some music. It might be reading a book. It's important for you to keep doing those things in your life and not to stop doing them. So, we need to really look at 
also helping you to look at what what I call your inner world. What's going on for you emotionally in your head? And uh, during these times of anxiety, stress and worry, it's important that you learn how to manage these feelings. One of the ways to manage these feelings is through relaxation. Now, a lot of you probably don't get any relaxation at all. And it's quite important that you do spend some time relaxing. And um, often relaxing with your mates isn't really relaxing. It might be. So I want you to really think about calming yourself through breathing. This breathing exercise where you close your mouth and take a deep breath in a comfortable chair with your eyes closed. And as you take that deep breath, I'd like you to hold that breath for about 10 seconds, counting to 10 in your mind and then slowly breathing out through your mouth. And you'll find that your whole of your body will start to calm down. And the worry and the stress and the possibility of a panic attack will not be there for you because you've managed to manage your feelings in that moment. I'd like you to do that two or three times, perhaps before going out in the morning, before going to bed at night, because it will really help you to sleep and it also, during the day, help you to be calm and to cope with difficult situations, especially where there might be some conflict from people. And it clears your head. It helps you to think more clearly about how can I respond to this situation without reacting to it. So slowing down in your life is just very, very important. We all need to realise that we need to do one thing at a time and not two or three things at a time. Coming back to what I said earlier about the unrealistic expectations that we might be feeling and carrying in our emotions from other people. Realising that by doing one thing at a time and slowing down and focusing on that one thing will not only complete it and achieve it and feel good about ourselves and it will help our self-confidence to grow, but also we'll realise that when we look back over a number of weeks, we've achieved a lot more by doing one thing at a time instead of trying to do a dozen things and then nothing gets completed. So all these things are quite important in terms of looking after yourself. So just to recap, it's important to be aware of situations that are stressing you out and to try and remove yourself from those situations and also to look at what those triggers are, the things that are really making you feel unwell and making you feel angry, anxious or stressed and keeping yourself safe in those situations. Expressing those feelings that are very difficult and painful instead of carrying them around inside you that can cause depression and a lot more problems with your mental health. And the exercise or the artwork or anything that helps you to express those emotions that you really, things that you enjoy that bring you alive, 
that make you feel good. Keep doing those. And then finally, the relaxation and the calming breathing that I mentioned. And um, if you can do these things, you might find that your mental health will improve. If it doesn't improve, then please look up a counsellor. There are quite a few online and there are also a number that you can contact locally. Hope you've enjoyed or got something out of this podcast. I hope to do another one next month. And uh, take care of yourselves, guys. Bye for now. working.